0: Hi James,
1: I'm doing pretty good, and I've done my weekly review. Hooray! Yay! <laughs> Sound effect for hooray! And how about yourself?
0: Um, I'm doing pretty well, and I also did my weekly review. Although it was a little uh, a little rushed through the someday maybe portion, oh, but um, yeah. Well, just I when you get done with the review you're like, I don't have time for any someday maybe. <laughs> I don't even have time for everything that I just got through. Um, so that always seems to be a little a little quicker than maybe maybe the, the original intent was.
1: Yeah. I crossed something off my someday maybe list. I've already forgotten what it is. <laughs> I guess it wasn't that important to me, but I thought, ah, that's why I review this to keep it from getting out of hand with stuff that I'm
0: never going to do. Absolutely. Yes, because we don't keep a never list. (laughs) Although, you know, why not? Keep a list for everything else. Um, Well, in that case, let's uh, check in uh, and see how we each did on our weekly to-do. The
2: weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and Jane.
0: Weekly to do I guess we'll start with Eugene.
1: Uh great. I I, I did my weekly to do. I even remembered what it was uh, because last week, as you astutely recommend it, I created a weekly to do tag so that instead of mixing it in with my various next tag items, I would have one thing to look at and say, did it or did not do it. Um, And last week's uh, weekly to-do was for me to upgrade to Catalina, which is, you know, admitting that's more than a to-do, it's a a project of a few steps, but I didn't want to drag it out (laughs) as to-dos over four to six weeks, I just wanted to get it done, and I did. It's it's upgraded, and um, now you and I can share files through iCloud.
0: Excellent. Which means I may not need to uh, re-up my Dropbox subscription, since that's the main thing I've been using it for <laughs> lately. Um, excellent. Well, I'm glad you got yours done. And what is your to do for next week?
1: Next week is also not strictly a to do, but um, it's a has been procrastinated long enough uh, item. Uh, I have a couple of podcasts recorded uh, for other things I'm doing one for a thing that's called microcast studio, where I I had a very nice chat um, with a podcaster from Perth, Australia about uh, audio hijack and I don't know why I haven't been able to force myself to open up those files and mush them together into a podcast and get it out the door. As well, I have another episode of Voyager revisit it which you know is my fun you know time to talk about and think about Star Trek Voyager. I really don't know why I've procrastinated, but both of them I could have had done 2 or more weeks ago and it's kind of ridiculous and So, my track record on the weekly to-do is pretty good. So, I believe by putting those onto my uh, list as uh, edit recorded podcasts, um, I will get those out the door.
0: Excellent. Um, And my weekly to-do was to figure out what to do, um, what we would be doing for the... Not quite live near WWDC um, <laughs> online extravaganza um, this year. Um, yeah. And so I have, I did do that. I think I have an idea of what we'll be doing, but I'm going to, I'll be announcing it um, as soon as I have all the details worked out. And so I'll, I'll reserve talking about it in too much detail. Okay. Um, and then my next weekly to-do is um, to do something called uh, a habits scorecard exercise, mm. which is something I've gotten from a, uh, a book. It's a well-known New York Times bestseller book called Atomic Habits. And uh, I just read the book over the last week and figured I should take some action in addition to reading the book. Um, so that's why it's a weekly to do, but it's also going to be the topic of our show today is talking a bit about habits and this book, Atomic Habits.
1: That sounds good. That sounds like a good weekly to do, um, because those kinds of scorecardy things are also possible to procrastinate very easily oh, into the future.
0: <laughs> very easy to procrastinate into the future. So that's why I figured maybe I should get started on maybe implementing some of the ideas instead of just reading a book and then gradually forgetting what's in it. Um, (laughs) So, um, as I said, I read this book called um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, Previously, I had read another book about habits by Charles Duhigg. Mm -hmm,
1: I remember that. um,
0: The Power of Habit. And... um, I found that book fascinating Um, but in that it kind of went through a lot of the the neurological underpinnings of of habits and how they're formed um, and how they get triggered. Um, But one thing that I kind of came away with is there was a lot of very fascinating, interesting material, but I didn't find it was super helpful for me personally in actually – Forming any good habits, um, I kind of under. It's kind of like I understand how the engine works, but I still couldn't fix the darn thing if I needed to. Um, although I don't even understand these days with all the computerized engine stuff. I don't. I don't even understand that. Um, <laughs> what I liked about Atomic Habits is that it did provide a really, at least for me, a, a very clear. Set of actionable things on things you might do to form good habits or try to get rid of bad habits. And um, the author James Clear says plainly in the book that um, he's kind of written this book building on the ideas in The Power of Habit um, and that its goal is really to be this more kind of, I don't want to call it step by step, but a more kind of actionable way of of building habits um so i found it uh the other thing i found is that it's uh a lot of the things in there resonated with me a great deal Mm -hmm. um reading through if you if you do read the book you will probably find of a good chunk of the stuff is probably stuff you may have heard somewhere before about habits um in terms of, you know, a self-help article here online or, uh, some other book. Um, but what I've found particularly useful for me is just the way it was organized and laid out, um, pretty methodically and organized in such a way that, um, I think it's actionable in many different ways as opposed to, oh, here's an idea I read about, and here's another one I read about three years later. Um, <laughs> and I didn't put either of them into practice because, you know, they just were kind of a, a little insight but not necessarily a big picture. Um, so for me, one of the uh, – the other thing I found is that, at least for me, when I read Getting Things Done, um, it really resonated strongly with me. Um, In that getting things done is a – it's kind of a system for tracking everything mm-hmm. um, that you are interested in, um, everything from capturing and reviewing and all of that good stuff. Um, so it's sort of a way of uh, – it's kind of a methodology for interacting with the world in a sense – um
1: yes absolutely that's i mean when i first uh read it i also you know even though it's very practical and lots of um you know ideas about how to organize things so that you actually do them or at least get them off your mind i found it really resonated at the same time I was reading for the first time The Power of Now, which is not a to-do book, you know, or How to Get Things Done book, yet. I thought, wow, they're really talking about the same thing. <laughs> so being, you know, interacting with the world in a way that, uh, you know, just makes sense, regardless of your uh, personal uh, attitude or or spiritual enlightenment level, whatever. It's like, yeah, get things done now and let everything else be packed away for later.
2: Hmm.
0: And I found, um, yeah, getting things done is also just a framework for thinking about the various stuff going on in your life, um, which I f- still find to be pretty useful. Um, and then at the core, though, of getting things done is actually habits, right? The capture, you know, capturing mm-hmm. things when they come up. That's a habit you get yourself into. Doing the weekly review is a habit that you and I sometimes get into <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> fall out of. Um, but we've been pretty good lately. Yeah.
1: Um, and we never have gotten out of the habit of actually doing the podcast. So
0: That is very true. Um, and... Uh, One of the the points in the the book kind of directly speaks to that, which I found interesting. Um, But I think that... um, So for me, this notion of atomic habits, um, which talks about not necessarily focusing on goals or results, but really focusing on building a system or creating a system of habits Mm -hmm. that lead you to these goals or results. But your focus is actually on doing the things habitually and building habits, as opposed to worrying too much that you've done this habit for three weeks now, and you still, you know, haven't lost the weight that you're hoping to lose. Um, It's really the habit of, doing more exercise or eating better and being in that habit over a period of time, it may take a little longer than you wish, but if you're on the right track and are improving, you're moving in the right direction. And that system is more important than the actual goal that you're trying to reach. Um, Which struck me as interesting in that really that's, although not, a, a system of habits with getting things done. We're building a trusted system of things we would like to get done or accomplish. So they seem to me very complementary. Mm-hmm. Um, and this notion of that really they can reinforce one another. That I can use my trusted system to remind me to do certain things as habits. As I, as more kind of positive things become habits for me, they can possibly not need to show up in my to-do list because I do them so automatically, mm-hmm. and they become possibly a little more mind-like water where things just happen without me putting conscious effort into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's true. Nothing really operates in a vacuum of do this, and it's not interdependent with it you know, everything else you're trying to do or organize, uh, at all fits together. Um, so as someone who has read the first chapter of this book and has checked it out from the library more than once, um, but not really finished it or even come close to finishing it, uh, maybe you could enlighten me what it means, uh, what, what's the atomic mean in uh, the title?
0: Um, so the atomic is that the habits, you can start them as very, very small things. So atomic as in like the smallest particle. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though taken on their own, a particular habit might be incredibly small, when done habitually over a long period of time, the benefits accrue, and you can also begin to add additional atoms. If You want to form little habit molecules um, (laughs) that, you know, they themselves have a positive effect, and so you kind of start to grow this system of habits over time um, that each one kind of compounds positively daily, as you progress, mm-hmm. both in being able, in in and of itself, making a small change, but also in enabling you to build other habits in tandem or on top of them. Um, so it's really this idea of a building block of these tiny habits.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I now I'm mis, I may be misremembering uh, from what I first read, but I think it may also have this notion of. Uh, I don't know. I may have just been making this up. Um, <laughs> like, even though atoms are right, these small particles, you also get a lot of, like, atomic energy. You can get a lot of power out of an atom. Um, so these, kind of this notion of a lot of power from a tiny, tiny thing, I think is also wrapped up in that. Yeah. But mostly it's about tiny, tiny habits being able to turn into very powerful things over time.
1: Yeah, so it's interesting you say tiny habits because a few years before I heard of atomic habits, I heard of this book called Tiny Habits, and I was trying to fi- figure out if atomic habits are even tinier than tiny habits, uh, according to another um, you know, very popular author, a New York Times bestseller uh, named B.J. Fogg another I haven't even read the first chapter of that book but I had a friend explain it to me um, a little bit and I thought well, okay that makes sense like don't start with a habit that's like don't start trying to create a habit that has a lot of steps and takes a lot of time like start with one tiny part of that habit and then build on that. Um, and uh, yeah anyway I I am not a habit a guru at all (laughs) i can't actually explain um you know i'm sure some of our more uh well-read productivity um literature listeners or friends uh who do productivity podcasts could give us a synopsis on what's what uh how one book relates to the other but um I, I read the first chapter of Atomic Habits, so apparently I liked it better. And I, I, I intend to read the rest of it um, for sure.
0: And um, certainly one of, the, one of the tips or ideas in uh, Atomic Habits is um, beginning a habit with the two-minute rule where you do something yeah. incredibly easy to begin with um, until it's a habit. So what I liked about the book is that it took the four kind of phases of a habit occurring. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the cue where you know you see the thing that or experience the the environment that kind of cues the habit. You know, walking by the vending machine, <laughs> you know, oh, there's candy bars, um, and then that causes a craving where because you've had candy bars before your body knows how it's going to feel to eat the candy bar. So you have this, this craving. Then there's the response where you actually buy the candy bar and the reward is eating the candy bar. Um, and this is for someone who does not want to be eating a lot of candy bars. This would be a bad habit, (laughs) um, or an undesirable habit. Um, so, kind of the structure of the book is going through each of these phases and just talking about different methodologies, different things you can do to um, make imp- like make it more more obvious for mm-hmm. something good or less obvious for something that you want to avoid, and then for the craving um, making things either more attractive or mm-hmm. less attractive. And then for the actual perform or the response um, for a habit that you want to do, make it easy mm-hmm. for something you don't want to do, make it difficult. Um, and then finally the, the reward, make your good habits more satisfying, make your bad habits less satisfying, um, which it sounds so simple. Just,
1: just, just do, do that.
0: that. <laughs> you know, if you want to become very wealthy, just buy low and sell high. That's all you have to do. I don't know why everybody has so much trouble with this. Um, <laughs> yeah. But for me, what I enjoy about the book is that it, it does kind of go through each of those and gives you kind of a set of, of strategies or things like actionable things to do to improve each of those phases or worsen each of those phases if you're trying to break a bad habit. Um, and I think possi- like it's difficult for me to know because I had already read The Power of Habit. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of already coming in with this notion of these phases and what have you. I had kind of already read a whole book about that. Um, so I was very primed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't, I, I'm not sure, like, it's hard for me to give a good, um, a good assessment if you just started with Atomic Habits, how, whether he explains those pieces super compellingly or not, he might. They all seem to fit with what I read in the other book, um, but I know the other book already had those things kind of internalized, so this really rang a bell, um, What I found interesting is one of the things to do to avoid a bad habit, um, and in our case a bad habit would be missing posting a podcast episode Mm -hmm. or not doing a weekly review, is to make it unsatisfying. And one of the things recommended is to get an accountability partner. <laughs> so somebody that you'd have to say no, I didn't do my weekly review or oh, I screwed up and didn't post the podcast. Um and um that is exactly what you suggested in our first conversation about getting things done.
1: Yeah. That it, it, I mean I mean I've stuck to getting things done now. You know, you know with more or less, uh, you know, um, accuracy, let's say, (laughs) longer than I ever have before. And that says to me, well, having an accountability partner has made a big deal, you know, to at least – you know short of dropping it and saying james i'm just done with this <laughs> i'm going to get this <laughs> done and be done with trying to get things done just let my messy life uh, proceed apace in its haphazard way and that means no podcast unless we we start a new one called you know my messy life <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah that that is that's been a really good thing um i mean i feel lucky that we were talking about it at a time where it was good for both of us to, where, you know, you were at, you know, the beginning of your journey into this, and I had already dropped it a few times, but I knew what the beginning felt like, and I really didn't know how to stay in the middle. Um, and of course, there is no end. And, uh, and that we have pretty similar, uh, I don't know, like our, our, our goals and our ambitions and our, our senses of humor about the whole thing are are very compatible. I would say so. You know, it's it 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 isn't the easiest thing to do. I find to find someone to really collaborate with on that level, and so I feel lucky. I, um, found you to do this with at the time when we started doing it.
0: See, same here, and I've. Also, feel lucky we've continued to do to do it. <laughs> um, and the other thing I th- I do find interesting is that we're we're accountability partners both in terms of the weekly review itself and now the weekly to do itself, but also in producing and releasing the podcast every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also find it very interesting that of the to actually getting things done in our own lives and the specific task of releasing the podcast, thats the podcast is the thing we have not yet, knock on wood, <laughs> um, had a – like we've managed to do that every time. And I think that's because even more so than a particular weekly review, it is a very public, um, <laughs> obvious thing if you miss a week. I mean yeah. to – to like to to our listeners, but even if you just go back and look at the page, you can tell. Right. Um, whereas you'd actually have to listen to the podcast to know if we if if <laughs> if we actually missed one on a particular week. Um, but I know I every time it's my week, I do not want to be the one that lets you down <laughs> and ruins our streak. Yeah, because um, right. I would feel terrible.
1: Likewise, I mean, it it just, that's non-negotiable, that part for me is, well, the negotiating part would only be like, somehow, there's no way I'm going to get this done, and so now I have to call James up at midnight on Thursday (laughs) night and say, please, 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 can you get this posted tomorrow? Um,
0: Right, and we absolutely have had times where we've traded off weeks, or I've done a few weeks, (laughs) Um, um, Yeah, that certainly is, but that's kind of... Part of what's nice about having two of us able to edit and post um, is that we've had that flexibility. But I'm also finding that the, um, the accountability of – well, as my weekly review streak has gone on for a number of weeks now, I'm finding I really, really want to get it done before we record. Yes. Yeah. Um, because I really don't want to break the streak. Um, so it's, and part of it's cause I, I really don't want to tell you that I broke the streak.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also it just makes the podcast feel more interesting if we've, we've able to, to check that box off, whatever, you yes. know, the, do weekly review before the weekly review. Um, and, uh, so, yeah, that's that's been a big motivator for me to um just, you know, to pick it up and also, you know, going with my my new attitude that doing something is better than doing nothing. Um it's a lot better, you know. It's a it's a quantum leap from zero to at least reviewing everything that's in the review section of Omnifocus, for example. And or
0: that is oh sorry go ahead
1: or or just say oh here's the thing and I'm going to do it now and it'll be done and I can check it off
0: and the um another point in the book atomic habits is this notion that the ha- performing the habit regularly is more important than any your performance of any particular instance of the habit like if you're saying i'm gonna to go to the gym three times a week going to the gym three times a week is more important than if two of the times this week you go to the gym and you work out and it's a really crappy workout it's more important that you went than that you um that you at that particular workout did a great job um so yes something is better than nothing and I would say that as I was reading through these, some of them were things I had heard before. Some of them were things that were new ideas to me in terms mm-hmm. of the practical items. But all of them seemed to very much resonate. Like they all seemed to hit the little light bulb of, oh, yeah, I can think of at least a few examples where something like that, I did it, and it did help me form a habit or it mm-hmm. did it did make me stop doing something that I I didn't want to be doing so so far I mean I haven't my next step again is to start on this of implementing some of these ideas um, yeah so I can't recommend the book from the perspective of this changed everything for me <laughs> um, yeah but I I can recommend it as a as a it, at least for me, it was a very well laid out um, description of a, a number of practical things you could do to try to form or break habits, which mm-hmm. um, And then finally, since this is um, since I'm not out and about, I'm not traveling, this is a probably a particularly good time to form habits because Mm. things are very stable and it is easier to get into routine. So as something to focus on, this is maybe not a bad time to do that.
1: Yeah. Um, You know, I just wanted to uh, step back to something you were talking about before. I think it was about the candy machine, the vending machine and um, you know, the, that setup of trigger and reward and, I did listen to a really good book. And in fact, as I'm thinking about it, I think I'm just going to order a copy so I can always, you know, dip into it as a, as a copy of a book on my shelf, um, called The Craving Mind from Cigarettes to Smartphones to Love, Why We Get Hooked and How We Can Break Bad Habits. So it's definitely, you know, focus on the bad habit side of the habit spectrum, but it really did explain a lot of that um, that process, you know, and once you're aware of it, you, you know, you, you're at least aware of it, which is a step. Like, I think, mm-hmm. you know, people should not underestimate the value of um, awareness over being unconscious, doing something unconsciously. And um, anyway, I really, I really like the book. I recommend it um, as, as, Another book it's by a, a psychiatrist named Judson Brewer, so there's a lot of science in it, and he has worked with you know addicts of all sorts and uh you know but it's very you know it's an entertaining book to read and uh I um yeah, I'm gonna get a copy of it and uh um maybe quote from it in a future episode. But yeah, I've I've been listening to the reason like I got, I was, I was trying to remember what book was that? Because I have been listening to quite a few books from the self improvement shelf of the library's audiobooks online, you know, available to borrow. And sometimes they get a little mixed up. And I'm like, I know there was a book where he started off talking about B.F. Skinner. And you know about Pavlov's dogs, and you know some of the that classic, um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, psychological um, behaviorism, and uh, of uh, you know, basically training people or animals to do a certain thing a certain way. And uh, anyway, it really made sense to me. So
0: excellent. Um, we'll put a link to all of these books in yes. the show notes. Um, but I think we have um, talked a good deal about um, habits, atomic mm-hmm. and otherwise. Um, <laughs> do you have anything else for this episode, Gene?
1: No, I do not.
0: Well, in that case, um, I think uh, it's time to wrap up so we can both get back to getting things done, building good habits, and um, tearing down the less good ones. Um, <laughs> You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at theweeklyreview. And you can always email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you'd rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us, helps us find new listeners, and it makes us smile anytime we hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review.
2: Thanks. you got some things you want. Still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you